Hello and welcome everyone to a new episode of the Advanced Real Estate Talk. It's Aurelien, the mindfulinvestor.net. I'm here with Darcy, darcywhite.ca, and Glenn, glennsutherland.com. And today we will be discussing barrier to getting started. Who would like to uh, get us going? Get us started. I got a list of barriers. Okay, go. <laughs> so yeah, maybe then we, we'll go from here and see what we want to do with it. But I uh, I even kind of pulled my Facebook group to see what they were having for barriers, right? And actually started amazing conversations about things we could actually solve for each other, which, you know, you think about it and just by posing that question and people giving feedback, other people can help them. It doesn't even have to be me stepping in. Um, but anyway, uh, the common things that I saw as common threads of fear uh, were like the cap rates rising. People were very concerned about that, which means... For people who aren't like commercial investors or don't understand cap rates, that means the property values dropping because um, we are in a recession. Recession's a fear that's going on right now. Um, some people, their issues or barrier to get started was just that they have a small network. It really came down to, um, and it was just honestly, it's probably small thinking. They didn't just didn't even think about how they could grow these things or meet the people they needed to meet. It just, they, they hit this wall and they stopped. Like, it's just like, mm. I don't know these people. That's it, which is terrible, <laughs> right? To, to think like that, but it was a common thread. Um, need more leads. Same thing. That's an easily solvable problem. Go get more leads. Go meet more people. Um, uh, one, this is a, a fear I actually had myself as well, was uh, the fear of letting down an investor or losing wow. their money, right? Which was a reason they needed the money to scale, to grow. And it terrified them the idea of losing someone else's money. And I get that, right? I can put my own money in, but it is, it's a different thing to play with someone else's money. And if it doesn't scare you, I think Darcy said this before, if it doesn't scare you, then there's, you know, there's something wrong here. It should be scaring you. You should be thinking yeah. about this deeply. Um, lack of knowledge, uh, lack of knowledge in picking your market, uh, working in a different country. And in my case, a lot of people I'm talking to, um, the fear of getting financing in a different country or even getting financing in your own country that you'll qualify. And people get hung up on these things before they've even talked to a mortgage broker to see if they can get the financing. They just, they stop because like, I don't think I'll get, I don't think I'll get qualified. I don't, and it's just like, sometimes you're like, go have the conversation. Um, and the last one, which is kind of related to the other ones that I had written down here is the lack of capital. Um, a lot of people get hung up that they, they can't do anything more until they, you know, finish a project and to start their next project. And uh, I don't know if people have heard that like millions of times to get a, you know, small piece of a pie than the whole apple or whatever it is, but mm. it's, it, it's, a lot of it is, it, it's, thinking it's it's um yep. like for for ari like it's the mindfulness it's it's getting over these barriers solving and and then going with this right and i know that when we were talking about this discussion uh briefly before um you guys said well what about your course like what what is it that why are some people successful and why are some people not successful and what's the common thread to the success successful ones yeah i'm curious <laughs> it's the most obvious answer in the world but it's the ones who will just try. It sounds hmm. so obvious. It's the ones that try. It's the ones who take some action. Like um, the other thing that where people fail a lot of times if they don't have the education and they just made bad decisions. But the people who've taken the course, they have the education and they just get hung up on the market, on the financing, on something. And even myself, when I started investing in a different country, it was 
take a stab. We'll figure out the pieces as we go, right? The first one I bought cash because I didn't have the financing to component. When I bought the second one, they said, oh, I know a financer and they lent me to the refinancing the first one. And it just, it snowballed. But I didn't have like the, you know, the term to have all the lights green on a road. I didn't have that. I had a lot of parts I was missing, a lot of parts I hadn't figured out, but I took the stab with what I could do. And then you start to work your way through it. And as people see you, taking a stab and trying and working through it, you will make the contacts. You know, you asking a property manager for the whole world right off the start is a big ask. But if you mm-hmm. bought the property, put it under their management, they see you're doing stuff. Like you have um, motion, right? There's motion going and they can help you s- slip stuff in. Other people around, the, the realtors, the brokers, other people will know other people to start solving your things. But if you're not, if you're standing still waiting for all of it to fall in together, a lot of people are like they're they're hesitant to help you, right? So anyway, that that's kind of where I was going with this. It's it's action taking and it's getting past these these psychological barriers, right? These fear barriers, right? Financial barriers, and and just doing something. Um, I don't know if I went down the right path of what you guys were thinking, but that that's what I came up with when you guys. Well, were- I think I think we have to quote that uh, uh, infamous uh, leadership guru Yoda. Do or or not, there is no try. And, you know, even take it a step further, try is good, but get in and do it. I mean, the, the biggest barrier to success is not doing anything. Um, I I saw some of these, you know, I, I res, uh, respond to the ones um, Glenn wrote. I, I love the one, you said it at least three times, um, that people responded to you from your Facebook group. I don't think... And then you added something. I don't think I can. I don't think I can have enough in my network. I don't think I have enough money. I don't think I can get access to bankers or capital. Um, Emmanuel Kant's famous quote was, I think, therefore I am. And our thinking determines largely who and what we become. Uh, it's just psychology. You hang out with a, a bunch of people that draw you upward. You tend to draw upward with them. You hang out with a rough crowd that brings you down. And they tend to influence your trajectory downward. It's just simple uh, psychological dynamics. I'm not an expert in this, but you know, I see it often enough. Um, Which you know, you that's know. a good point though, too. And a lot of those people, like I was from the Facebook group, and not from the coaching mm-hmm. group, right? Yeah. And there is slight differences, right? And yeah. um, because if they were in the coaching group and they had brought this up during the thing, I would be like, okay, call this person, do it, right? You know, yeah. and, and having people in your corner, I don't know if we were planning on going down that, but your your team, your network, your people around you. Uh, I know Ari loves the masterminds and the groups, and it it will people won't let you just have that easy out excuse. Yeah, I should have written that down. I wrote down seven. I thought different sort of barriers. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'll leave the last one to the end. But you know, the financial barrier. Mention this. Um, sure, you might not have access to five million dollars. But starts don't require $5 million. That seems like a mid-career or, a, you know, a fairly mature investment proposal at that level. Oh, yeah. Um, if you wait until you have $5 million, you're not going to spend it on that. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> You'll be retired. Um, you know, there's financial barriers, but they're not the barriers that you think they are. They're not the ones that are going to stop you from doing this. Um, there will always, money will always follow action and a good idea and a sound investment strategy and a proven performer. Um, you will attract money. That won't be your barrier. 
Um, it's certainly not information. The, this category and any category you're interested in, the internet has provided an unbelievable amount of information and training and knowledge. Take a course, listen to a podcast, read a book. You can become your 10,000 hour expert in maybe three weekends, just because the amount of information, it's like on the end of a fire hose, your decision will be actually choosing which is relevant, not a shortage of information or knowledge or, or anything like that. Opportunities, are you kidding me? During you know, a recession, you can buy and sell. A good business plan works in all uh, types of times. And we haven't stopped. We, we started this podcast before COVID, all the way through COVID. And now what are we? Are we post-COVID? And we've been buying <laughs> and selling through the whole period. <laughs> it does not matter. It's not environmental. That's not a barrier. Um, I would acknowledge health could be one, like your health mm -hmm. and strength. I put that one down thinking, you know what? There's people that go, yeah, but, you know, that could be a barrier. Um, I think some of these things are real, you know, just they're you know, unimpeachably real. Uh, limitation on health, uh, strength, and some of those things. And those can be real, but there are ways around that to mitigate it. Um, I think what Ari said, your mental models, you're going to, I'm sure you're going to speak about that biggest barrier being the way you see the world. Um, I do love this quote. I heard this maybe three months, three weeks ago uh, with Brene Brown and she and Richard Rohr were co quoting Maya Angelou or maybe it was Tim Ferriss. I listened to a lot of podcasts folks. So they get muddied sometime in my journal. But Maya Angelou said, courage is the most important of all the virtues, because without courage, you can't practice any other virtue consistently, whether that's patience, um, kindness, empathy, investment strategy. Without courage, you are dead in the water. You can practice any virtue erratically, but nothing consistently without courage. Um, you know, I think that is a real barrier. We want certainty or proof of concept before we've done the work and maybe it's, you know, a mindset of a success, uh, a success culture that we see uh, failure or struggle as a problem. But I can guarantee you that uh, all three of us have struggles with failure and struggles to succeed. It's what made us not the success. Um, and I wouldn't say I'm a courageous person. Maybe I'm more desperate and more willing than others to do what needs to be done because I'm in a spot where I have to do things. Um, maybe I'm obliged, maybe I'm compelled, maybe you're something else, but I wouldn't claim courage, but I do like that quote. I've been thinking on it for the last three weeks. All right. Tell us about mindset. I'm sure you got something on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think like Glenn was saying, you know, it's a lot of, uh, a lot of it has to do with problem solving. And uh, so it's, if it's applied to real estate, you know, you're faced with a, limitations um, be they your own of your own making or of your environment there are ways around them there are ways to overcome them yeah and i identified three mindset ones uh, i don't have any money uh, so what you can do you can start investing in your education uh, identify an asset class a market talk to people in that field look for deals and attend meetups to find investors that can be a way to uh, grow your network Another one could be, I don't have any knowledge. Again, you can attend meetups and bring try to bring value to somebody with more experience than you do. Somebody who, who is there where you want to be. So bring them experience, bring their value um, and try to help solve their problems. And, um, and, and then by working together with them, 
you'll be uh, exposed to the way they think their own mindset so that that will help with your own um, limitations and you can you can see how they think and and um, be uh, inspired by them um the other limitation can be um you know when you talk too much when you talk to people from your circles like I remember um, talking to a lawyer once and he was saying, well, we bought one property once. It was a triplex in Toronto and uh, we had such bad experience with the tenants. And that was their uh, that was their uh, traumatic experience and that they, they wouldn't go for past that one. And they, they, they it was their, their own limitation now. And um, so don't talk to people like that. Uh, I don't talk to my parents. They're not entrepreneurs. I talk to people in the field who understand what I'm going through and uh, and can help me grow and um, and ideally you want to talk to people who have walked the who have walked the path you want to embrace. Uh, another limitation, another barrier to getting started can be investing in your own backyard. The numbers may not make sense, so it's important to um, to look beyond that and uh, more and more people invest uh, out of the country out of the province if you're in Canada out of the state and um, and, and there are ways to make uh, those strategies work uh, and invest in places where the numbers actually work so that you can um, uh, uh, be successful there and and you can you may want to diversify from flipping homes uh, depending on where the economy is, there is lots of strategies you can embark on, like buy and hold, or you can do you can do land development, and there is more and more um, that can be done with uh, what Darcy Mahler calls uh, micro strategies in his course and his in his Facebook group. Uh, you can severe lots, buy lots that are bigger, and then severe them, uh, and buy with uh, you know there might be a rental on the lot. So you can still collect rent and then subdivide and then uh, make some money of the of the of the sale of the lot, and and you can there is a lot there are, there are many ways to make money in real estate and and if you're starting out and you have zero capital you can start and but you have time you can uh, you can work as a wholesaler um, become a broker and then that way you you learn a market you 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 and then you can find clients you can work you can decide to specialize on investors so you can work for investors investors find them investment properties and then you'll you'll be exposed to uh, you'll be talking to investors and, and and see how they think and how they underwrite property and you can learn from from working with them now you guys have both done a bunch of work with those real estate meetups right where you meet like-minded people those clubs real estate clubs investment clubs yeah would this be a good spot to meet like-minded people people that are you know work at chewing on the same bone so to speak yeah yeah, definitely. Other investors, yeah. Uh, mentors. Yeah. I mean, I think I would start there. I don't think they were around when I started. I did Don Campbell's uh, course because I found it on the internet. I felt I was on an island way out here in the West Coast, and I was wrong. There was other people doing it, but yeah. um, I found there's his book. There's properties his... around you. There's other apartment buildings. There's yep. Somebody owns them. <laughs> yep. I would drive by these things and go, how did this happen? Who's doing that? And you know, just started pawing through the MLS, just, and then doing worksheet after worksheet of uh, of um, uh, calculations. What would it require? I mean, I think I've got five file boxes now 
over the last 22 years of properties looked at and not pursued. I know the Lexington, I've looked at it through five different sales and its rent roll has not changed. It's in Prince George. It's been sold five times since the early 20s or four times maybe since yeah. the 2000s. And its rent roll has barely changed, but their price keeps going up about 4 million, 400,000 every time they changed it. I've spent wow. so much time on that property and never bought it. Triple uh, Four Park in Windsor, I looked at it uh, since 2006. Uh, did calculations on it at least five times, made offers twice. I mean, I've just gone over and over these things. The information's out there. Opportunities exist. I don't think those are real barriers if you're willing to do the work and you know figure it out. Uh, Ari talked about, um, and not directly, but he, what I believe he was referencing was the the real estate triangle, the time, knowledge, and money, right? The mm-hmm. three parts, right? And one thing we didn't really touch on, kind of touched on maybe, is the, there are these three parts. If you know your weakness is one of these spots, then find the other parts, right? Partner with people, you know, take a smaller piece, work with someone else, who has someone who could qualify for the financing if your financing is your struggle, right? Someone Mm -hmm. who has the time if you don't have the time, someone who knows more about this than you do, right? Then you can maybe be the workhorse to get some of this stuff done, right? There's there's ways to make this work that, you know, it's, you know, likely you're not perfect at all these things, right? That there's Mm -hmm. somebody else that you could work with to help you qualify or, or, you know, I'm thinking money, but for whatever you're doing, right? Um, you know, if you're like, oh, it's investing in the U.S. and I don't want to pay hard money rates and partner with an American. You're like, well, that's impossible. I don't know Americans. <laughs> you can meet Americans. <laughs> <laughs> They're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's tons of them. Even living in, there's tons of them living in Canada, right? There is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah anyway, there, there's no excuse. I think the basics to this is you need to take your first step, take some action. Um, and, and and that's really it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, taking a course or whatever isn't going to be, uh, it's a good start. It's a good to get your basis so you don't make mistakes, it's, but it's you have to go out there and do something and take that information you've learned and apply it and start working on stuff is the big thing. You got to keep working. Yeah, that's important. Taking action because you learn so much. You know, you can learn from a book, but by taking action, you learn all, you also learn a lot. And my final thought has to do with the um, so, like it was mentioned, there is a now a democratization of knowledge, and uh, and resources are available. So, don't make excuses. And there are many ways to make money in real estate to get started. And um, and uh, and yeah, one tip for uh, if you, if you attend a meetup. You can you can go there with an intention. So let's say you found a deal, or you're you're looking for a specific uh, partnership. Make that make make it be vocal. Make it make it known, and uh, and then uh, go with an intention. And and yeah, the universe may provide. Great, totally yeah, agree. Absolutely. Okay, well, that was an outtake on uh, uh, barriers to getting started. Hopefully, you got some um, uh, inspiration out of this. It was uh, nice to prepare it for you. And um, we are glad you are following us. And we, <laughs> If you have any questions, feel free to submit them. AdvancedREITalk at gmail.com. It's AdvancedREITalk at gmail.com. And we cover them during the show. So thanks for tuning in and see you next time. Thanks, everyone.